Welcome to the Raising Great Kids podcast. I'm your host today, Kendra Fleming. Today we're interviewing David Thomas about the important emotional milestone of resourcefulness. How do we help our kids gain the skills to navigate the obstacles of life? It's so great to be here with you today. Thanks for joining us. I am so thankful to be back with you. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So parents, today we're talking with Dave Thomas, the co-author of Are My Kids on Track? A parenting book that just walks you through all the milestones, both emotional, social, and spiritual, and what your kids need, uh, the skills they need to be on track. And today we're going to focus specifically on the emotional skill of resourcefulness. So David, I'm so Glad you're here, and I'm excited to dig into this topic. So, number one, why do you think this skill of resourcefulness becomes more important as kids get older? Yes. I would say, first off, I think the skills are of the greatest importance because the stakes are as high as they've ever been. Mm -hmm. You look at the statistics around substance abuse, when we look at the statistics around self-harm, around suicide, we've never seen stats like we're seeing right now with adolescents. And and it terrifies me. Those are dangerous places. And so kids developing resourcefulness to battle those patterns of numbing that come with substance abuse or with the dangers and destructive patterns of self-harm and suicide feel so incredibly important. And where, again, to creating space for kids to come up against the heart, to struggle through difficult circumstances, to navigate discomfort in a way that creates opportunity. And they can tap into their capacity and their abilities. Allowing our kids to struggle is one of the greatest tasks of parenting. There is nothing easy about that. Every parent listening right now, hear me say that. I I acknowledge that in my own experience as I sit with parents. It's not easy but it is necessary. And I'll share a quick funny story with you. I just, I mentioned my twin sons. My twin sons just graduated and are headed to college in the fall and just got back from orientation. And at orientation, uh, they did a, a parent session. And as they were teaching, they were handing out some envelopes to all of us. And they asked us to open them at one point. And inside was a sticker that they asked us to put on our shirt for the remainder of the day in the church and the sticker, excuse me, said, I'm a coach, not a fixer. Oh, wow. And I thought that was absolutely brilliant. And I thought it was brilliant to make us wear it around all day long because we went into, you know, touring different parts of the camp. We're seeing the dorm where we're going to leave them. We're seeing, you know, all these different moments where it might feel instinctive to do a lot of fixing, a lot of doing, a lot of rescuing, a lot of paving the way. And they would even laugh with us all throughout the day and say, you know, if you need to just kind of touch your heart, tap your sticker as a reminder of who you want to be. And every one of us, that's that's who we want to be. And for some parents, I think it's just more instinctive to be a coach. And for some parents, it's just more instinctive to be a fixer. But we can all move more toward being a coach, even if it's not instinctive for us. But I think it takes some work. I think it takes the work of our own resourcefulness. Yeah. I think so that we develop the skills around the navigating the dis- navigating the discomfort we experience when our kids struggle. Like that's a that's a whole new category of discomfort we've never experienced until we become parents ourselves. Yeah. That the 
illness will need to watch the kids we love struggle. What if you're looking at a, you know, a middle high school age girl that's, you know, on her way to college and you can definitely see a big struggle with confidence. How as a mom or a dad can we help our daughter when we see that? I think that really could be a time when we want to evaluate pulling in an outside voice. Okay. It may not necessarily be a therapist. It may be one of the amazing resources on the youth staff at your church. It could be a mentor that is a college age kid, you know, well, and are connected to in some way. It could be a lot of different people, but Mm -hmm. we talk so often in our practice about how often we find that we're saying not just some of the same things parents are saying, but the exact same things. But it lands on kids, adolescents in particular, differently because we're not their parent. And sometimes that's all that's needed Mm -hmm. is an outside voice speaking some truth into kids where they can develop in that space, developing confidence, developing resourcefulness, developing resilience. But we reach a place as parents and certainly in that stage of adolescence where our voice becomes softer Mm -hmm. and the voice of their peers becomes louder. The voice of other adults becomes louder. And if if any parent listening will think on that moment in your own experience, like think about the grownups who really had your attention. Maybe it was your youth pastor. Maybe it was an amazing college kid. Maybe it was one of your friend's parents that had the capacity to say a lot of things to you that landed on you differently simply because they weren't in the role of parent in yeah. that particular moment. I would say if you find you're coming up against the same struggle and your son or daughter's not able to hear from you in that moment, think about engaging an outside voice. I love that advice. We put small group leaders in the same group with the same group of students for their whole high school career just for that very reason because we know students need another voice. And I, I can think of my own kids. I remember they turned to my brother who was their uncle for advice. They turned to my mom or a grandmother or their small group leader. Some of my grown adult kids still have relationships with their high school small group leader because they just spoke such truth in their life during those years. I think that is such good advice. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm.